Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which can be, ooh, can be very tired, can be relaxed, can be contented, full of peace, and can also be lethargic. At the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hello, happy Sunday. Hi. <laughs> Sunday vibes. Sunday vibes of a podcast for sure. Mm-hmm, definitely late Sunday night. This is, I mean, we just finished watching that episode that ended, you know, bare minimum minimum minutes ago. And so this is a <laughs> late, like a late Sunday recording because you girls are dedicated. So um, today we're talking 90 Day Fiance season 10, episode 14. And from this day forward, you and I will never get over Nikki and what we are going to see next episode. So happy we didn't see it this episode, but next episode I'm going to be very upset because I don't want to see it. Um, let's start off though with Rob and Sophie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Rob is in some kind of world in which he he and his wife are in a two person gang, and uh, the wife is supposed to be gang gang, no matter what. No matter if she's staying in a an, a space that has no insulation and roaches. So when the opportunity should arise for her to hang with her mother and do skincare in an hotel, that she shouldn't take it. Even though he's being a, a, a right bastard, you know. Anyway, so. Yeah. <clears throat> I love the that. It was, like, it was like Johnny came in and said bastard for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. There you are, yeah. Dottie. We'll, we'll talk oh, about I, you. Later. I didn't mean, oh, it wasn't meant to be Boston. Did it come out as Boston? It was meant to be you were like British. I didn't say a uh he's a right beast bastard. I didn't say a I didn't say bastard like Boston. Boston. Like, like you because like Boston, bastard. I don't oh, know. I, you know what? I, God, I really messed Sorry, that. Sorry, buddy. No. Wow, everybody. Um, I meant to say Boston. I didn't mean to say bastard. You know what I mean? You know what? There it is. There it is. Yeah. No, there so it is. I said right. bastard. Okay, I don't know. You know what? I wish I could play the tape, but I can't play the tape uh, okay. because we're live streaming right now. Um, but you no. know what? Yeah, I he's bananas and he's always been bananas for the same reason, which is he's like, look, I'm hot and I want a hot woman. He said it episode one, mm-hmm. episode one, mm-hmm. except that he is insane at 32 to think that hot women can survive 
without their own bathrooms because mm-hmm. hot women, and I mean <clears throat> specifically in the version of hot that we know that he likes, mm-hmm. is a woman that's primped, mm-hmm. put, put things that have to happen, mm-hmm. have a have, and they have to be paid for. Mm-hmm. And that is the rub of almost every dumb man that I can't stand who wants a hot woman and the hot version is someone who has to work at it and pays for it and they themselves are so cheap they don't understand it. So it's like you can't be with a woman like that and not offer her a world in which she can maintain and be that. Without having a bathroom, it's impossible. So yes. that's why I'll never be on his team. But even though he, you know, whatever has moments, I will say that. I, I loved this. So obviously, you know, Sophie and her mom are like, peace out. We're going to a hotel. Like, fuck you. And he's so upset because, again, Sophie's not being ride or die and staying with him. That they go to this restaurant. We start to see them drive up. And they're not driving. They're in a Uber. And I'm like, where are they going to go? And she's so excited to go to the hotel. Can't wait to see the hotel. I'm like, where is it? They go to a place. I'm like, what place is this? They keep showing it's a place named Ingle Wine. I'm like, Ingle Wine? Where is that? I look it up, you guys. And just side note, it says Ingle Wine looks so awesome. And I'm so happy that I do the, this weird, curious shit because Ingle Wine, I guess, is a wine shop in Inglewood that's like black woman owned and features a bunch of not only fabulous wines and a fabulous menu, but like the largest selection of black owned and LGBTQ wines, which I had, I was like, oh my God, so many things. And in this setup, you'll never know this is the place from you, when you see Sophie and her mom, they literally get orange juice to drink. It feels like it's in the middle of the day. I don't see any wine. You know, like on the actual menu, there's a happy hour, there's cheese and charcuterie. I was like dying for this. Anyway, so, uh, and it's also an event space. So anyway, just like side note, by the way, obviously not spawned. I'm just like the most curious cat. So that's Non-spawned. what that is. But, yeah, you know, I'll be in Inglewood. I'll be in Inglewood at the end of March. So like, you know, it might, it's, it may be on my way in. Uh, from it's on the, La Brea. Uh, yeah. It's like not far at all. I'm like, maybe I I shouldn't rent a car. Maybe I should just get an Uber to drop me off there with my luggage. Um, (laughs) Because it's always so interesting to see, like, I want to know, like, yeah, I want to see, like, where they're, when they're driving up on the Uber, I'm like, where are they? I want to see where they are. When I go to this place, I'm like, this, the last thing that I think is absolutely crazy before I give it to you is this moment, because at this Ingle Wine place, Sophie gets a fucking text from Rob. And what the, what Rob decides to text this person who's just left in a heap with her mom is a video of a car that's not, that's like a dream weird car, like, I don't know, probably on Instagram, he's sending her a reel or something of a car. And then he tags it or texts her, look what we could have which is the saddest, most depressing mid-30s dream text of something that, of what's not reality that I can't even really fathom like words to like use. But it's like, she knows in the moment that it's crazy. The mom is like, this is bananaramas, you know, but what did you think? I mean, I thought that it was such a immature thing to send somebody as a 32 year old, like if he were 22, the same age as Sophie, I could see him sending it to her living in some fantasy world. But the truth is, is that Rob is a loser. And I'm going to continuously say it unless he's got his money tied up in some kind of business venture where he's having to live, you know, a, a low, you know, low, a low income life at the moment because he's got his money tied up. His friends 
put better effort into looking good on TV more so than he does. This man let camera crews follow him into a laundromat. Now, I know it's maybe trying to show that he's like a real guy and like a real LA dude who like washes his clothes in the laundromat. But I'm like, you couldn't find like a better situation? I don't know. But I, okay, before we go there, let's get back to Sophie and her mom. Now, mom is really, go ahead. I just want to say the one thing about the laundromat. I get the laundry man. It's very, he, he really like, yeah, he, he can't, he, listen, we can't just keep saying this man's poor and, and it looks like he is, but it's just interesting. Again, I'm like, you don't have one friend though. Like not a one, like I don't have a washer and dryer in my apartment. I have one in my apartment building, you know? So that's a luxury, right? Like not everyone has in a building. I don't have it in my room. So some, because I don't have one in my apartment, there are people in my life that do have washer and dryers like in their homes or whatever. So sometimes I just go to their houses and do it. And I wonder, does he not even have a friend with their own washer and dryer? Like I wouldn't be his friend with my own washer and dryer. Like, you know, like I don't have one in my apartment. Again, as I've said it 14 times, it's weird that I keep saying it, but you know. Well, um, what I'm saying is that I, yes, when I lived in Los Angeles, I did not have a washer and dryer. I had to go around the corner to the laundromat and I would, pa- I would pack it up every Sunday or every other Sunday. And I would take my laundry cart and I would take all of my accouchement, you know, with me. And I would lug it down the, down the stairs and I would, you know, take it. And then I had, a I had it all down, but I, I don't know if I, especially if I had started out the episode saying that I'm hot and I want a hot girl, and then allow them 14 episodes Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. to be at the laundromat where my friends come in just looking good, gold chains swinging. That part, that part. And record me in the laundromat at a low point. But let me, like I said, we can get back to that. that, Let me get back to mom. But I'm happy you said it. I know. Okay. So mom, mom really wants to tell her to just get on the plane with her, but mom is playing the long game. She knows that she can't just tell the girl to leave Rob because she hates Rob. So she's just trying to like drop little nuggets of how Rob has red flags. Mom is trying to act like she doesn't know the outcome of the situation. She just doesn't want to push her daughter away by being like incessant and being like, come on, Sophie, this is dumb. You're being dumb. She's trying to just be her friend throughout the whole thing. She's like, oh my God, he's got, he's got anger issues, right? Oh my God, Sophie. Okay. The truth is, is I don't want him to take your sparkle. It's he's fine. He's fine. You know, you guys are fine together. But the truth is, is I feel like he might dim your light. Mm. And I don't want him to dim your light because he seems to be going through something, which I feel so bad for him. But I don't want you to I don't want you to go away. She says she says the, the smartest thing possible, which is true, which is insecure people will always feel that way if that's what they're coming from from their from their core as an insecure hateful miserable person and if they are that I'm not saying Rob is but is. this is what the advice hmm, that the mom's giving child is that if they are that they will do whatever it takes for you to feel it as well because mm-hmm. it doesn't work it, it doesn't work for you to shine and for them to feel even shittier about themselves two peas in a pod works better misery loves company yeah. um you know it's interesting i want to say this about rob it's interesting that episode 14, that there is no sign of Rob, whether it's happened or whether he's made the producers, you know, like re- recorded and whether it's on the cutting room floor of him actively trying to 
remedy and or upgrade and or better him his situation at all. Doesn't it feel like she's there, they're getting married, but like she's always kind of like been like, what happened before? Why haven't you been doing those things? And I want to be like, have you been applying for jobs? Or like, you know, like, is there, are you, are you working right now? Like, do you work? And if so, right. Are you trying to find work only because like, how is this dream car going to, what is, what is your trajectory? Like, is it just that you're going to be Instagram famous, be Jay-Z and then get this car? I think that he probably thinks that he needs to stay with Sophie right now because he doesn't have a proper home for her to like be in. Right. If he had like a proper apartment or something where he could just like leave her there and be like, hey, here are the amenities. Here's what you can do. Here's the neighborhood. You could just walk down the block and go here. Here's the whatever. Like he he probably could just leave her, but I don't know where it is that they live. Um, maybe it's not walking distance or Uber, you know, like maybe it's just not the type of place where he could just actually leave her. He probably isn't working and is using her as an excuse why he can't work yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and number one, number two, Mm -hmm. I I just think that he, um, I don't know that he has a plan. I feel like Rob is the type of guy who is with her because she's hot. Yes. But two, she has more earning potential than him. She has more drive than him and more go-getter attitude. And she is, is going to make more money than him. He's the type of guy who would a want to bring her down, B be jealous of her. If she made more money, C then cheat on her because she wasn't paying attention to him and he needs somebody to have his back and be at his side. So I really do think that this is not going to work, but it really needs to be Sophie that needs to be the one to discover that. And I think she's going to discover it too late because she's too young to be able to make a good decision. And she still believes in the fairy tale. Now, then we have the laundromat scene with his friends. We already went over it. Um, But she's, he said, he thinks he's the prize. He's like, I told Sophie that I, the answer is no up until the day of, and until I say yes, until I say I do. Mm-hmm. So she thinks that, that, you know, once she buys the dress, that the answer is yes, but that's not true. I will say no all the way up until the altar. So he's holding that over on her as though like, uh, so guess what? So I think that because it is that she wants to get married and he thinks that he can hold that over on her and he's disappointed Mm -hmm. at her at this time because she's not washing laundry with him in this laundromat. She's chosen to go hang out with her mother and be in a more comfortable situation. And Mm -hmm. I didn't like that back and forth where she's like, Oh, I'm not going to talk to him. He's going to have to reach out and apologize to me first so that I can know that he's mature. And I'm like, that's not one a going to happen. B two is not going to show you (laughs) that he's matured. Like he, he's an idiot. So anyways, touche, touche. Yeah. Okay. We want to move on to Justin and Nikki. Sure. Uh, who are still fighting to this day. So they wake up and um, Justin, he has decided that he's going to take his friend's advice. His friend's extremely sexist and uh, transphobic advice and be the one who's showing his masculinity more because um, apparently Nikki 
has been uh, showing her masculinity or something. And so now Justin needs to overshow his. And so they get ready to leave because Justin has plotted out every single day for them that they're in Moldova. And my thought, is there a day of rest? Because I would require one every other day. Like we're not getting up every day doing stuff. I can't do that. Um, it's so interesting. So I'm like, who made this schedule? He already talks like he's an AI Moldovan. I made schedule and today horseback riding. And, and focus like, it. They want to focus it on host on host of back writing. So yeah, it's, 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 he, I will say this now. Okay. So basically Nikki is upset and she's always upset. And so they're getting into the car. They're like walking into the car and she's like, gets in the car and he gets in the car on his side. She's like, wow, you're such a gentleman for opening the door for me, which I loved because I think that men should open doors for people and uh, they don't anymore. It's, it's rude. And, um, and he doesn't say anything about it. He he hears it, clocks it, pretends it didn't happen. Now, then Nikki picks a fight in the car. Like, she's already hot. She's hot, hot by saying that. She's hot in the car. Do you remember why I came? Well, it wasn't a fight. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, you're fighting right now. That's a fight. Yeah. Those, fi- those are fighting words. So that part is a little hard to deal with. And again, Nikki, as we've said, is very upset that he's not like fucking her every moment and just like, and being really into her. And so that's unfortunate. And so that's a lot of their fighting. And what then we don't get to really talk about and discuss with Nikki is exactly what Wahama talked about in the beginning is these archaic tropes of masculinity and femininity, you know, against the backdrop of Eastern European culture, which is fascinating. And so what I feel like we are being deprived of is having nuanced conversations with people with point of views that I would be interested in if we could actually be talking about her, not so much whether he's fucking her, but how male and females work in those kinds of relationships and what she wants and what he wants truly and like what it looks like. I wish we could have more you know, insightful conversations about gender and sexuality, since this is what they're giving us, as opposed to really focusing on like whether, you know, they're fucking or not well, because the unfortunate thing is they should be fucking well for us to have a show about them, but they're not right. Because they're kind of a fake couple and they even shouldn't be on this one as well. Hamas said should be on before the 90 days. So it's like, if they were a little more real and if they had a little more substance, we could actually get into I think very interesting, probably also problematic conversations about sexual sex, sorry, sexuality and gender and culture. Yes. But he also tries to push his quote unquote masculinity onto her by complaining that she doesn't clean up uh, enough after meals and I guess after herself at all. And she's like, well, I'm a guest here like why would I clean up which is like a crazy it's crazy to me I I would think that when you go visit somebody you just do your best to not be they're not your they don't they're not your maids if you go to someone's house yes you're a guest like no one's expecting you to you know cook every single meal but you do offer to help (laughs) you do offer to help clean up you ate like get in that kitchen and clean like 
Put your put your products away once you're done with them. It's like it felt like he was complaining that she she gets up, he cooks, and then she she eats, and then she's like, I'm gonna go get ready. And then she goes and like tornadoes through the bathroom and then moves all of her stuff into the bedroom, sits down in front of the mirror on the floor on the carpet, and then spreads out all of her shit, makeup, powders, hair, st- uh, all this stuff. <laughs> and then puts on caked on foundation and then just leaves it all out. And then her clothes are everywhere. And he's just like trying to clean up after her after she does every single thing. And she's like, I'm a guest. Like, I don't understand. Like, obviously, if you came to visit me, like I would do most of this. And he's like, you don't care. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm doing all this for you. And you have no sense of that. And she's like, well, I'm learning. But I'm like, if you're not cleaning up after yourself when you're at somebody's home, and you're visiting them for, I don't know, three weeks, a month. I don't know how long this is, this is, but you should be cleaning up after yourself, especially in his small ass apartment. I mean, yeah, you know, and I almost wish that we got to see more of this, you know, yeah. like I don't really need to see another scene of them fighting in a car. I would have rather see this breakfast shit, you know, was why wasn't this on camera? You know, but, right. Producers were late, maybe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> they slept in. Anywho, so we see that and it's just annoying to see him yelling at her over those things and um learn how to be in healthy relationship. Learn. And it's like you learn. Yeah. Who yeah. the fuck? You are the who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. Um all right. So then we move on to Ashley and Juan Puel. Um, so she has a una sorpresa for him again, and it's Niagara Falls. And let me tell you, I, I never think of Niagara Falls. Not never, not ever, not ever. Mm. So for Manuel to have been dreaming of Niagara Falls and like so excited, I'm happy for him. You know what it reminded me of? Hmm. When's the last time we see, we saw somebody on a Matt Sharp, maybe you didn't watch the, the season, but when's the last time we saw somebody on a Matt Sharp show go to Niagara Falls? Okay, I'll tell you. Oh, I don't know. I know. I know. I know it. Shut up. I know what it is. It's when Libby and Andre went. Oh, they went? Well, that was the Grand Canyon. No, nah, yeah, I'm just kidding. I fucked up. It was Grand Canyon. Go you ahead. told me to shut up and everything. Just so aggressive. Uh, only, you, you know why I said shut up? I said shut up because I, well, I'll tell you what. I actually didn't want you to shut up because I, you gave me one second to think about it and I thought I knew it. And so really what I wanted you to do was pause. Let me get it out of my mouth and like. Because I knew an answer. Unfortunately, it was the wrong answer, although we can see how I made a grievous mistake because it's two natural wonders. Okay, the last one that I... You're right. The last one... Is it one of the seven wonders, the Grand Canyon? One... Okay, so by the way, Manuel is like, it's one of the wonders of the world. And so I looked it up. It's actually not. It's actually not. It's not... There's the wonders of the world that is not one of them. Some people say it maybe is one of the natural wonders or the the eighth, but there's... No, it's not. However, I think there's also other lists. Victoria Falls is one of the seven wonders of the world. I believe. Never heard of it. Okay, well, it's like now it's you, like okay, Taj Mahal. It's like Taj Mahal. It's like the Great Wall of China. Great, what about the pyramids? Are the pyramids and uh, like one, seven, of the, one of the pyramids? Like one? one of the pyramids. I think okay. it's like Machu yeah. Picchu. It's like that Jesus in Brazil or the Jesus that's like the, the Redeemer. That, oh. one, that one is in Mexico Rio de Janeiro. City. In Rio sure. de Janeiro, the guy? Yeah, one? it's like a bunch of those places. And I didn't see any like big ass waterfalls. I love a waterfall. I okay. want to go. They like if this was spawned, I like wrote down Mist of the Maiden or Maiden of the Mist, whatever the fuck weird boat they went on, because I'm in it. I could not, because I'm Pisces, love the energy from a waterfall more. Like I think it's exhilarating. Like I get turned on. I totally get that. I would absolutely love to take someone either that I love 
or myself or again, someone that I'd fuck and then go take in all that rushing water power and then just, you know what I'm saying? Um, no. Do you like that song? Do you like that song Water by Tyla? Mm-mm. Okay, go on. I don't know it. I don't know it. Okay. When you say like, I don't, I didn't mean like, I don't like it. I mean, do you, do you know it? No. Okay. So what, what is the official, which is not the right structure of a sentence. What is the official seven wonders of the world? Colosseum mm. in Italy, Petra in Jordan, uh, Chitsun Itza in Mexico, Christ the Redeemer in Brazil, Machu Picchu in Peru, Taj Mahal in India, and the Great Wall of China. Was that mm-hmm. seven? Yeah. Um, but anyways, I thought Victoria Falls was one of them. Victoria Falls is in South Africa. Okay. Mm. So, uh, Niagara Falls, um, it was mm-hmm. Mike and Megan, not Markle. Because oh. she's from Rochester. And he came up to visit her. Or is she from Atlanta? No, she's from yeah. Atlanta. He, he was in Matt Rochester. Sharp. Yeah, I should have known when you said Matt Sharp, he meant love after lockup. Yeah, yeah. Sneaky double. I am. And so anyways, so that's the last time I remember seeing a Niagara Falls scene is that she took, they run up there and it was like, whatever. Uh, that's where they proposed or some shit. Anyways, uh, so Manuel's super excited about it. And then she's like, okay, boo, are you ready to adapt? You're ready to adapt to America? So excited. And he's like, yes, I'm ready to adapt to your culture, but not your spending <laughs> culture. And she's like, I'm only spending this way because I have a wedding to plan and I'm planning a wedding. And like, what are you talking about? And like, he's like, well, da, 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 da. and she's like, I, okay, I don't want to even fight. And he's like, well then don't fight. And she's like, but you brought this up. So then like, they're like, whatever. She brought it and- up. Those are fighting words. Hey, are you ready to adapt to our culture? Why? Like, that's not a fun thing to say to anyone. Hey, you ready to like forget your whole life and pretend to be American now and like give up all of your, your cult, your morals and values oh. and just acquiesce to me. I felt like that was aggressive. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't clock that. I didn't clock that. Mm. I didn't clock that that he would get upset about that. Okay. I thought okay. it was rude. Okay. Okay. Well, they get into that fight. So they get they get ponchos. But I really did oh. love seeing the cameramen like try to run and follow them. Me because too. I remember at some point the like one of the cameramen is in the shot and they ended up cutting. Uh, and then they're just like following them around. Finally, they just decide, listen, we're not going to follow them anymore. Everyone just stand back and let's just get wide shots of her running after him every time he moves to run away from her. And then we just get Mike. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, thank you guys. Everyone just back up. Um, but anyways, this, you know, I, 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 every mm. time I see these people in these reality shows, I think to myself, when do you get comfortable having a full camera crew with you in public? Like, when is it comfortable having an argument in public and knowing that cameras are watching you? Because I don't know when you get when you get comfortable, because I don't know that I would ever be comfortable. I'd be like, I don't want to fight now. Okay, (laughs) we need the fight later. But, you know, you do have to fight now because that's what the producers are saying. Fight now. Fight now. Off camera. Like, fight. And you're just like, okay, there's like water in your face. You're like, okay, I'll start fighting. Uh, but I do want to <laughs> do want to do it. It looks so fabulous. Uh, not not fight on camera, but do the maiden of the mist thing. Yes. They get ponchos, they go in the water. Ashley is feeling the espiritu. And she I, is yeah. like, hey, Manuel, 
do you want to do this, bro? Because if you want to do this, I'm fucking down. Are you ready, my friend? Like, should we just do it? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, she's like, the energy is like positive and like when to wash away, there's like rainbows and shit. Like, I am so fucking down, bro. We have a long way to go, but marriage is just the first step. And I, let me tell you right now, hmm. Chris, I am here for them. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because like, maybe it's, hmm. I, I'm, I think I'm here for Ashley and Manuel because like, if that could be me, I think I'd be so happy. You know, all I want is to just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, you know, I does. I wish that he had a little more going for him in the sense of a little more ambition and or what I feel like he wants to do here and or wasn't so just really putting everything on her financially but what can we do um, but he will he will work he will work I want I want I want to see it I want to see it I want to see I want to see and I want to see her fucking back off a little bit and like give him some space you know and because I do feel like their bickering is sexy but at the same time it's going to get old I think and I don't want I don't want it to like I just you know we're still in a new stage right now but the rainbow is nice and you know I'm I do feel like at some point I was like did Ashley like take a shroom shroom gummy because yeah when she has this moment it's all about the bro it suddenly became kind of like a I was like are you in a drug haze I don't know the verbiage which just felt the verbiage felt you mean did she take a gummy she probably did okay all right well here we are um I think that's the end of it for them they just seemed really on a positive note at the end and I'm happy for them yep yeah she's just like Manuel two heiress (laughs) Like, I love the way she, like, speaks him in Spanish with her, like, just her American gringa accent. She's like, Manuel, tu eres listo? Okay, vamanos. You know, she's just so, (laughs) she's just so cute. I knew, I thought she would get on my nerves, but she does, but not, not terribly bad. Okay. Gino and Jasmine? Yeah. Okay, guys, Gino and Jasmine. So we finally have it. Jasmine has finally told Gino about getting the money from Dane. And I don't know how he managed to lose control or lose the upper hand in this argument, but he did. And oh, all I, I can, when. and I, no, I mean, I know when it happened, but I just yeah. am like, Gino, why did you do that? Why dumb. did he He's say dumb. the thing? It's so fucking stupid. He's so dumb. <laughs> You're right. He, she, it's like he could have just stayed pissy and like kind of annoyed. And when she said the thing and I hate I listen, I'm talking about these producers racist. Like as soon as they showed a, a picture of her holding that knife as though like she was aggressive or she was going to stab him with it. I was like racist, racism, fiery Latina trope. I don't like it. Mm-mm, no me gusta. No me gusta. Like, um, but He's she's like, baby, what's wrong? I'm hungry. Let's eat a salad. And I'm like, what the fuck is a salad going to do for you? (laughs) But anyways, so they start off in the kitchen, this ugly ass white kitchen, and they're at home in Michigan and they're cooking and we see carrots and she's cutting up carrots, which is like a dangerous activity in my mind. Personally, I'm like, how how can you quickly just cut yourself? Um, So Gina, Gina is in a bad mood. So she tells, uh, he's like, well, I'm still upset about, you know, your ex Dane, you talking to him and him giving you money for the butt stuff. And Jasmine's like, well, you know, Gino, he's really into altruism. He's into helping other people out and wanting to give and see other people be happy. Um, And so (laughs) it's like, what? 
It's like that's she's trying. She's trying she to provoked. Tell him. She provoked Gino. Then that's when yeah. she said altruism. I think Gino was like, "How fucking dare you? I'm going to come but back also, with he's, my." He's also like, "What's what does that mean?" And like, secondly, <laughs> she also wanted to. She he's like, "What's altruism?" He's, like, he's an atheist. Yeah, he has I thought no he, I idea. Thought what he, that was. he doesn't believe in God. Why would he give you money if he doesn't believe in God? <laughs> he says he doesn't understand what that means at all. Because basically, what she wants to tell Gino is like, "Listen, there are people out there who have money." And they will just give it to others. Just give it to them. So my ex, Dan. <laughs> Please. Help he. Me. I, can't. I have not had sex with that man in three and a half years. And he will just give me money. Unlike you, who I have been trying to have sex with for th- three and a half years. And for the most part, you've not been able to get it anywhere near my vagina. Up, hard, nothing. Like, so, and this man will just give me money. So the, the truth is, is if you had enough money to just give it to me, then that we wouldn't be in this situation. Like that, that is the, that is what's happening underneath. You know what I mean? That's the subtext of Dane and his altruism. Yeah. Is that he also, just wants to give it to me because he wants to make me happy. So also he yes. But she will use him as a weapon anytime because the minute that she gets upset, it's suddenly like Dane was the best fucking lover of my life, the richest, best fucker in the whole world. And you and I you all you're always just like, then why aren't you with him? Yes. Then why on God's green earth, if you could be in a relationship with the richest, hottest, whatever, mm-hmm. like f- guy that really lays it down for you just and is obsessed with you that will just give you all this money. If that is it, then why wouldn't you be with him? What because happened? Right. What happened? What did now, you Now, we do? met Don mm-hmm. and- I think what happened is that she freaked out on him one time and he was like, oh no, baby, this is not that- Oh no, he was probably way more with with her, and he she needs somebody that's a pushover like Gino. And I think the problem is is that Gino is a pushover with no money, and who wants to hoard the little money that he has. And so no one else is getting her a passport out of Panama. Nobody with with and and Dane has too much backbone, mm. but he'll give her money. He's just not going to acquiesce to her shenanigans. So. It's really sad, unfortunate situation, mm-hmm. but this is how he loses control over this situation. So oh, uh, he, he's like, why are you still talking to your ex? If it were me talking to my exes, you would be beside yourself. And she's like, well, because when you talk to your exes, you give them naked photos of me. Now, this is where Gino lost control because all he had to say was, you know what? You're right. And I, I do, I am sorry for what happened with my exes, but it still makes me very upset that you talked to your ex and, and got this from him. And so like, I need you to end your relationship with him right now. Like he could have just drawn it out or whatever, but mm-hmm, he chose mm-hmm. to be like, well, are you sure it wasn't unprovoked? Which is like, what the fuck, Gino? Why are you trying to, why are you trying to double down on anything that happened with your ex? You got Jasmine fired. Your behavior. I mean, the truth is, like, if 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 her employers saw her episode of 90 Day Fiance, she got herself fired. But she, right? 
I mean, here's the thing. A, you have to believe all of this to be true. And you also have to like take into account the entire season previously of this season <laughs> has trying to been pa- painting Jasmine as an amazing mom who has sacrificed so much and <laughs> goes to bed crying every night over the guilt of whether she's been a good mom or not. That's what we have to deal with. Now we're seeing Jasmine maybe being a serial killer with a knife in her hand screaming. So like, you know, like <laughs> all of this has to be taken with a certain amount of salt, right? You're just like, all right. This, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. But, but basically what ends up happening is Jasmine goes from crazy, like psycho killer, literally with a knife to being like, you know what, you're right. You know, because he's like, you How can't dare you to- say I provoked it. I hate she you. She goes crazy. Yeah, she goes crazy. And then what happens is that she brings up Dane. It's Dane, Dane, Dane. And then he's then he wins again because he's like, how fucking you always bring up Dane? You can't do this. We're going to get married. And then she's like, you're right. So now what she has to do is give a voice note to Don to be like, <laughs> which well, how much is going to do for us <laughs> about breaking up? Go ahead. Go ahead. Get your Hi, phone. Dan. No, go, go get your phone. Pretend you're on WhatsApp. <laughs> I'm getting it. Such a bitch. Hi, Dan. This is Jasmine. I'm calling you because you have been a great friend that I have always loved, whose dick is bigger than the man that's in front of me right now. Um, But I just want to say that out of respect for the current small flaccid penis in front of me, I cannot see you anymore. I know that you have nothing in your heart but goodness for those around you. Um, But the cheap bastard in front of me wants me to not talk to you anymore. And out of respect for him and his stinky poos, I, Jasmine, cannot talk to you anymore. And I wish you all the best, Dan. I wish you all the best and I'm going to miss all the money that you might give me for the things that... Gino in front of me with his bald, weird shaped head and his stupid hats cannot give to me, but I love him. And so thank you so much. And I wish all the best for you. Okay. Bye. I love you forever. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> Wait what a minute. He... I have a question. Yeah, wh- okay. Who are the steps leading into the tub? Who are those steps for? Coco? The dog. Yes, that, that's yes, Coco. That's how Coco gets into the tub, so that Coco, when Coco gets washed, okay. I thought about it too. Okay. Um, so Dan gets that voicemail, and then he or whatever voice note, and he's just like, "There goes the love of my life. I'll know freedom." He's, he's like, "There's the one that will always I'll know as the one that got away. How did I do it? You know, like, do you think he saves it? It's just like this is I gotta save this. And and do you think that he listens to it like every night to go to bed as some sort of like lullaby? He was like, Oh, I am free. I am free. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Lullaby. Sweet, sweet tunes to to sleep by. Is uh Dan. Hey Dan, how are you? Okay. Um, so that's the end of it. And Jasmine and Gino are uh, in love once again. Okay. Moving on to Annalie and Clayton. 
Should we so, tell the podcast people how today we had a conversation, whether we really needed a clarification from your point, from your side of whether I truly thought Annalie was pretty? <laughs> well, I already did it. Uh, Annalie, I think, is a very regs pretty girl with absolutely no Instagram filtration, you know, like you know, whatever aesthetics on her. And that's why I give her a, some pause. Well, sorry. No, that's why I, mean, I give her some props is what I want to say, not pause. No, I guess what it is is that it's just sometimes you remark mm-hmm. and I don't know how to take it. And I don't know how to take it because I'm yeah. like, why do we, uh, you, you know, it's it? like, yeah, why are you saying it? It's like, unless it's someone like, okay, hmm, I mean, like, Unless it's a great beauty, you know, like I don't know. I, I uh, sometimes Yara will will come out wearing something, and I'm like, that bitch better work, mm-hmm. you know. Or sometimes Kalini, I'm like, ooh, she cute, she cute. You know what I mean? But like you're you're like, oh my god, um, you know, like we'll see, I'll see Thais, and I'm like, yeah, bitch, come through, come through, come through, you know? And then there'll be somebody super plain Jane, and you're like, she's really pretty. And I'm like, okay. You know, that's it. That's just it. That's it. And sometimes I think you're doing it because you don't think they, she, that person is. And so you, you just... <laughs> I just, you know, I just like, I want to give space and room for people who are not playing the same kind of like aesthetic thing that everyone else is doing. And she's real natch. Now, here's the thing about Annalie. I think I said this early on when we first saw her, but we've also seen Annalie in a permanent resting bitch face the entire time. And, and by the way, so is Clayne's mom, which is basically what this whole episode's about. What a fucking mild bitch that Annalie is. And so because of that, it's not making her prettier in my eyes it's just kind of making her i gave that yeah but then again look at the one saying it. this is all i mean clayton must look at annalee and because annalee's features are so very different from his family there must be also i think um an understanding that the difference and the exoticness is to be valued you know what i'm saying no but it's okay some white look at his mom again <laughs> put him up put him up put it up some guys and i yeah i think that there's he because he only doesn't look like this person i think that he's like oh okay great i'll pick her yes this is the one because if i have kids with annalee i can change my bloodline (laughs) (laughs) lordy lordy now am am i going to hell oh okay (laughs) (laughs) Uh okay. When were these guys? Where'd they go? Is their love story just over? They gave us a good. Why are they good... on this season? <laughs> I don't know. No. Is a good. Are they no? Yeah. Wait. They got they got married in like episode five, and we'll never see Devin and Jahoon again. <laughs> wow. And they were just so unremarkable that besides the piggy thing, my God, all they had was he calls her piggy, and he has a weird Australian accent, which was interesting at one point. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. No, I forgot about him and we all did too. But anyway. Okay. Anywho, let's get back to Clayton. 
And the other one. So Annalie is pissed because Clayton is not understanding the heaviness of the wedding. And he all of a sudden, maybe not all of a sudden, but I always thought it was interesting that they met on a website that helped each other learn the other's language. Yet it felt like Annalise still didn't have a good grasp of English, which is fine. But he's now frustrated that she hasn't caught up with the English well enough to be able to call and make reservations or like do things. And I'm like, there is, that's a crazy ask. It's a crazy ask. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now, I tried to once order a cake in Spanish with the Spanish I have. And that person speaking back to me, I didn't know what that person was saying. Like all I could do was say the thing that I wanted, which was yo necesito una pastel. Um, and I gave him the inches. And I said the sabors that I required. And then they asked me something back. And I was like, yo necesito una pastel. <laughs> like, I'm like, don't ask me any questions. I'm telling you what it is I need. So it's really difficult to do that. And so for him to all of a sudden expect her to just step up to the plate and do these things uh, is crazy. When he, him and his sister are two able-bodied people and the mother. So it's like, why didn't they divvy up the plans and then just do it? Or not have a big ass wedding yeah. or one-stop shop. Hey, if you're really bad at planning things, you go to a one-stop shop. There are places that will do all the things for you. You know, mm-hmm. you buy a package, it's done, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I, so that's, that part is confusing, but what we get is a lot of awkward conversations between him and his mom over the mom being passive aggressive, not wanting the fact, not liking the fact that Annalie doesn't try and speak any English, doesn't speak any English, just kind of comes in, cooks her Mexican food, refuses to cook any burgers, refu- refuses to cook any beef. And also like, doesn't, I think in uh, Clayton's mom's mind, like cater to her son enough Yeah, in, in a certain way. And in which is, we all want to know why the fuck are you living? Why is it okay for you all to live together? You know, like Clay's yeah. mom was like, if I could get out, I'd get out right now. It's like, well, time to get out. That, and she's like, and then I'm trying to go to sleep and y'all have the lights on and she's cooking food and it's all chicken, 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 chicken. And where's the beef? And I was like, is this like a nineties ad for like, yeah. what? And then, and then I'm like, people in Peru have been eating food for thousands of years. But you want her to learn to make American food? Define American food, number one. Cheeseburger. Number t- she said cheeseburger. <laughs> number what if she two, was like, and pizza. Like, you like know, you're like, he's a growing boy. And it's like, the boy can't, th- this growing boy, he needs to eat. Like, it's like American food is somehow the only food that is like sustenance yeah. for him to be able to like properly be fed. And yes, so if the nutrients. he doesn't. He doesn't have American food. He's not getting the proper nutrients on a day-to-day basis. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell are you talking about? What is happening? Right. What Peruvian food is she making? Define that chicken meal because I need some chicken. I'm like, she's cooking. And you are mad that she's cooking food that's foreign because that's where the fuck she's from. And why should she learn to make cheeseburgers? Or what the fuck I- ever? I mean, all of this backwards thinking, it's you really want to like just keep it in the closet. 
da-da, da-da, da-da. she's so backwards it is honey i don't know if what to tell you, you. i almost can't even say like she's in a fucking closet i'm you know I, the, the, this, yeah. is the, this is the ramblings of a closet mom i mean you know i, I half of me feels bad for her and so i feel like i can't even say anything about her yeah. you know and, and then so. the guinea pigs the first scene is them shopping for guinea pig co- outfits like get, get I can't, way, it's away from too me. much, Chris. It's too much. And then he has to pack up the guinea pigs because the guinea pigs are going to the wedding. No, I couldn't. Then I he's would like, not. check on my guinea pigs. I would have been like, no, they're fine. I'd be like, when, back when he For wanted my- her to post, remember when he wanted to post on fucking social media? I'd be like, you know what, bitch, I'll tell you this right now. I'll post on social media when you get rid of your closet mom, you get rid of the guinea pigs. <laughs> and when that day comes, you will be all over my Instagram. But until that <laughs> happens, I don't have to. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Aren't you embarrassed? Yes, mm-hmm. I am. I don't know. It just was like, and then, the, so then we get to the the rented uh, um, home that has a pool. And I was like, I would like a home that has a pool inside. Yes, it was a, it was a big, it was like the oldest home possible with the oldest late, the oldest furniture. And then yet this indoor pool, you're like, okay, I do get it. This is pretty <laughs> big. Then the I sister comes, then the sister comes and then we have a very fake conversation, a very fake conversation because I don't see a world in which Anna Lee would honestly be like, have you made my bachelorette party for me? When we don't even know each other and I don't, you know I don't even like you and I haven't liked you. And, you know, like, why would she expect a... I don't understand why Anna Lee would expect a bachelorette party from well, this they white talked woman about who it. hates her. And, and at that point, when they talked about it when they were in San Diego, the sister very much made it known that she was done doing shit. So why <laughs> now, when you're in this old home with an indoor pool, are we suddenly back like, where my bachelorette party my people? You know, like, <laughs> by the way, I know we're going to get a stripper. I know we're going to get a stripper and I'm not, and I'm, I'm fine with it. Oh yeah. I can't, I don't listen. If you give me a stripper, just make sure that he doesn't gyrate close to my face. I don't like it. It's too aggressive, but I do want him to lift me. Yeah. They all want mm-hmm. the, Yeah. That's the reason mm-hmm. why I get to get a male stripper. I want him to be, I want to be lifted. I know. Okay. That's what happened at Amanda Sitko's, you know, bachelor party. Yeah. I, you know, we went to Trixie Mort. We, we know that that was like yeah. when we took over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really would have been a great bachelor party for you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't owned by Trixie Mattel. It wasn't time. Trixie at the time, but yeah. Um, so yeah. So I'm really excited for the Bachelorette next episode. But Brandy is like, if that boy tries to ask me to officiate his wedding, because Clayton hasn't got anyone to officiate the wedding because he says he can pick anyone out of the crowd to do it, which is crazy. Why does it just ask Cameron to do it? What a great, what a, yeah, absolutely. Also like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's very like thinking last minute, but what a crazy law that like anyone could just marry anyone. I always think that's so funny. Like I am a minister in the universal life church. So I I've had to do some training to marry people, which is basically go online and sign a form. But like, I always thought it was so interesting. Like what if I just ran around like a crazy marriage marriage felon and just snap my fingers around people. It was like, you're married, you're married, you're married. If that's the case, then I could be marrying everyone all the time and people would have like nothing to say about it, which I always thought would be so funny. What if I went around marrying people? You you should. Why not? Isn't that a reality show to be reality? Like, wouldn't you love to see me running around deciding people should get married, snapping my fingers and they're married because I have that power. And they have to abide fingers. You have to say a little chant or something, right? And make them and have a witness and then make them sign some documents. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. it could be an e sign. Okay. Like on like it'd be like a you know like yeah you phone. get a little app on your phone and you just turn it this way and then yeah. you give them a little pen and then they would just do that and then you'd be like okay cool thanks guys I'll send you a certificate in the mail seven to ten business days. Oh no, I think I can just digitally. I'll just give it to them right there. I don't have to like send them anything. Like I think it has to be part of the program. I think I'm at. I have to have an app. Like I'm, I'm going to marry. Maybe my thing is I start the app and then this reality show is like you know funneling money through this app. It really is just washing money from some other thing. Funneling read, money sounds illegal, so don't. Say I know. Like well, whatever. You know, I read somewhere that like all the this is like a theory. A theory is all. This is not true. But a theory is all Albanian pop stars are just a way to like launder money. And then that'd be Dua Lipa. And it also would be BB Rexa. No, they're British. All right. Let's move on to um, Sam and Citra. Another weak chinned individual. Now... Mm -hmm. We meet, we get the dads together mm-hmm. and we have them eat American food. Again, I was wondering what American food was. And it is Kentucky fried chicken. Mm-hmm. It is uh, chicken mm-hmm. and it is potatoes and it is corn. Mm-hmm. And it is not even, I, I think, the best that they could have done. Right? Yes, it is. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. In For Missouri? Them? Yeah. No, in Missouri. Those people? Who are you talking about? Missouri the state or 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 Sam's and Sam's dad? I'm talking about Missouri the state. There were oh. better options. What I'm saying is that there in the state of Missouri there is flavor and those people chose to not get flavor. Do you think they always eat flavor and in this one moment they were like, "You know what? We'll pick no flavor." No, you're right. Okay. Okay. This is the best they could do. And they thought they did good. They were very, and there's flies all around it. I didn't see the flies. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes, corn. Potatoes and corn are are vegetable. It's true. You know, but like, it's just not, it just doesn't look the way it should, you know, because there's other things involved or whatever. I like fried chicken. And I think it's very hard to fuck up fried chicken. So I'm going to tell you this right now. I think that they were a little, I thought it was rude. Because if Sam and Sam's dad went to Citrus family and was like, oh, it's different. You know, we, we, it's not flavorful, you know, like American food, American food has more flavor. It'd be very rude to say. So in this, in this white people's home, that is the best they can do. And there's all these people on drugs and the dad's wearing the same Huntington Beach shirt. We've seen him in before. So it might be his only shirt, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that because we what we know about Citra's dad is that he is supposed to have enough money and be a cop. So, I mean, I just want to call it out. I think it's rude that they did that. No, I'm not saying it's the best food, but it's obviously like, what can they do? Sam, I mean, look at this fucking place. What can they, you, so, like, oh, so you think you? Are you I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you? Are, um, uh, uh, I. <laughs> they were rude when they said that the food had no flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you loved it though. I mean, you know, but like, yes, I'm like, but they think they don't think they're being rude because they, they think it's a fact. Right. Like, mm-hmm. 
and because it's and it's they're punching up. They're like, huh, America's superpower, but the food is disgusting. <laughs> you know, punching up. So uh <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um I know. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Also, I've also, you know, there's also a language thing where sometimes spicy means flavor and they definitely want to be like by the way this food is not spicy and so they're not only are they saying the word flavor they're also saying spicy which is also like a little bit confusing could you just Uh, like flavorless they don't they're like it has salt on it and this is this is supposed to impact me i'm i don't feel the impact at all i mean yeah it's like you're tasting nothing you're just like mashed potatoes are just like yeah. yeah there's probably now mashed potatoes can be quite yummy but you absolutely have to add things like Mm -hmm. salt you know Mm -hmm. like cream butter you know like it's not good Mm -hmm. for you you know but that's how you make potatoes yummy of course you can also add garlic or scallions or parmesan Mm -hmm. or truffle oil Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of other things now we saw those potatoes we know none of those could you imagine if i was like Sam's dad just take some tr- white truffle oil from your cabinet and put it on. Like, obviously, that's not going to be it. So, oh, okay. I was like, you know, there's no white truffle oil in there. I know that. Um, um, but yeah, basically, after this, then we get the conversation of conversations, which is that Sam gets to finally come clean about whether he is going to prison <laughs> with this diversion thing. Ooh. And we have to have this awkward conversation that Citra is going to translate for her dad and none of them get any of the details right because even sam's details of the situation aren't very clear which again is that he had a type of medication that is given to people that have opioid addiction in order to dull their senses so it is a long-term and or short-term treatment of opiate care unfortunately you have to be under psychiatrist's care with a lot of prescriptions because it is a, you know, it is a class, it is a class kind of drug. And he did not get those things together right. And nor did he get, after he got the trouble, his shit together to get the other things right. Because we, as we know, people have a hard time getting from point A to point B that have had issues with, you know, legal issues in the past. Like this is a yep. love after lockup staple, you know, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. It, we find people have a hard time crossing their I's and, and dotting their T's mm-hmm. when it's through a judicial system of how to get out of shit. And so Sam has had that. He is an is a, an addict in recovery. So we have to give him a certain amount of grace, but also we have to understand that this is how this person is going to be and whether Citra wants to deal with that. And not only, spoiler, spoiler alert, as we've said in the, um, was it the live? Not only does Citra want to deal with it, one of Citra's fucking sisters right now is engaged to Sam's brother. Oh, I talked about oh. that on my YouTube channel. Maybe I can talk about that. Oh my that. God. They really want to leave Indonesia. Yeah. That brother, the one we saw? Yes. Oh. Yes. That skinny individual? Yes. Hmm. The one with her hair out or the one with her hair in? I forgot which one. Oh my gosh. That person's going to convert too. Interesting. I listen. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, did we? Did you notice that next episode his mother is, got some kind of extensions? No, I don't remember that. 
Wow. I can't wait to see it though. <laughs> wait for you to see it too. Uh, okay. Wait a minute. So yeah, uh, we do have this very interesting scene too, where, um, the father's like, uh, let's, let's talk about, um, your, your, your kids for a little bit. And the dad's like, yeah, I got five kids and, um, four of them. Excellent. One of them trash that one, the ones trying to marry Sitcha right now. Uh, and I didn't know when, um, when he was going to get it together. But since he got with Citra, Citra's really gotten him on the straight and narrow. And I, you know, it's because he could never be with Citra the way he was like, he could never be with Citra. Like even now the dad is like, you know, I'm a cop. And I think that illegal drugs are terrible and including marijuana, which in my country, you could go to prison for five years. If you even have one stick of it, a block, a block of it. You said a block. No, no a stick. <laughs> A stick, not a block. What are you talking about, you drug mule? Ooh, when Sam said block, I'm like, no one even fu- like no right minded person thinks of anything in a block, like except for cocaine. Yeah, I think of even in, like in cocaine, and I'm someone who doesn't do cocaine. Like, don't do you think of them bumps or ounces or like or like eight balls? Like, mm-hmm. I can't I think, think about. Yeah, I guess in my mind, I'm like, but no one would have a brick. Like, unless you're a drug dealer, would you have a brick of ev- of it? Like, I like weed. And in my whole life, I've ever had a brick of weed. Never, not ever. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's just not an increment that users mm-hmm. are accustomed to. Unless Correct. you are a dealer or a crazed addict. And so that's why I'm crazed just like. Crazed addict. <laughs> Let me get my block of weed. <laughs> Where's my brick of weed? <laughs> just Honey, a brick. <laughs> a brick. A brick of weed. Um, I like, just side note is I was like watching like TV with my dad, just the worst things whenever my dad wants to watch TV. It's like cops or something, whatever. And so I was watching cops with my dad, which I didn't want to talk about, but here we are. Yeah. And just like one of the people on there, you know, like it was like he was being like, one of the, they, so there's a lot of people that like, do synthetic weed which i find so interesting there's something called spice that's like a synthetic weed and it's like a privilege i guess <laughs> to be in california or and or rich enough where you're like i'm not ever going to deal with synthetic weed like there's never i don't even understand why there would be synthetic weed because in my mind i'm like you can grow weed weed it's a natural plant you could just grow it like i don't mm-hmm. understand how one gets synthetic weed what that mm-hmm. even fucking means but like you know, it's illegal or whatever. And it's just so crazy. Wow. That is crazy. Anyway, thank you for being with me. That's all I just Synthetic weed sounds weird. Um, Okay. So yeah. So there's that moment there. And uh, Sam's like, dang, my dad is just telling all my business uh, to show, telling him how much of a fuck up I am or was. uh, And Herman is not impressed. Herman is like, if he goes to jail, I will come back and take Citra to Indonesia. But Citra is the one that needs to like put her foot down to say, no, I'm going to stay with Sam if he goes to jail. Now, at this point, I don't think Sam is going to go to jail. Um, But if he does, I think Citra should go back to Indonesia. (laughs) But that's me. (laughs) I think she wants to wait and see. Like, see how she likes it here. She wants to make her, you know, options are wealth and she wants to keep her options open. Yeah, I think so too. And I ain't seen nothing wrong with it. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Honey, because as we know, we're not even talking about what I already told you, which is that right now her sister, like, you know, so things, she had other plans. Yeah. She had other things going on. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we are Docu Sweeties. We have a Patreon if you would like to join us on Patreon. Um, 
for $10 a month. That's patreon.com slash docusweeties, uh, $10 a month. And you get exclusive content such as a live every first Monday of the month. But if you can't support us in that way and you'd like to support us in other ways, Chris can tell you how you can do it in another way, free way, Chris. Yeah, well, you just go ahead and follow us on all our social medias and like all our posts and like comment and then just like tell your friends to do so too and just like be obsessed with us. We would love you to do that. We are mm-hmm. at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on X, and at the DocuSweeties podcast Facebook group exists wherever you log in. And other than that, give us five stars. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye.